Let's get into the word. We've been talking about Christ in you. Um, to give a little review, we've been talking about that everything that you could possibly need for life and godliness is found in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one. The Holy Spirit lives within our hearts. So literally, everything that we need provision-wise has been given to us already in Christ Jesus. So it's learning to live out of this Christ and you mentality. It's learning to see yourself uh, not apart from Christ ever again. When you see you, you see yourself empowered by Jesus. When you see you, you see yourself being healed by Jesus. When you see you, you don't see you and not Jesus. It's one big happy family, like a hand in glove. Remember those isotoner commercials with Dan Marino back in the day? We throw to our receivers with real tight isotoner gloves. Just how Jesus fits on us. Perfect. So um, that's kind of where we've been headed. So what I want to talk to you tonight about in Philippians 3, verses 8 through 10 in the message. This is really good. It says, yes, all things I once thought were so important are now gone for my life. How many of you have lived enough life that sometimes you look at things that you thought were really important in your 20s and you go, that is just so not important, right? And you can only get that from living life. I mean, I hate this. I used to hate when people would say to me, well, you just haven't lived enough life. I get it. I get it now. I mean, I get it. Okay, I get it. You know, there's some things you just can't see until you get to that point in your life. So uh, anyway, all things are gone for my life. Compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as my master firsthand, everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant, dog dung. I'm sorry, I'm just reading the Bible. I've dumped it all in the trash so that I can embrace Christ and be embraced by him. I didn't want some petty, inferior brand of righteousness that comes from keeping a list of rules. Boy, that's really good, isn't it? When I could get the robust kind that comes from trusting Christ, God's righteousness. This is the essence of grace. Knowing Jesus Christ in a personal way, experiencing him on a daily basis, that is what will cause us to live out of that Christ in me mentality. This is something that's very important, very significant for us to do. Knowing Jesus, walking with him in power, provision, direction, and peace. I don't know about you, but I got it all covered. I'm good to go. I got power to do whatever I need to do. I got provision to provide for it. I got direction. God showed me what to do. And most of all, I got peace. That's where I want to be. So uh, verse 10 and 11 says, I gave up all the inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally, experience his resurrection power, and be a partner in his suffering. I have to hold it up? Oh, I'm good. I'll just make sure I keep it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Pastor Steve's taking care of me. Thank you, Pastor Steve. You're the best. Okay. So is this close enough? Yeah, because there's no... Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's right. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Something powerful that happens when we know him personally and experience. Remember, we've been talking about that for, for probably a year now. It's experiencing God. It shouldn't be this, well, I know he's out there somewhere and I'm going to read the Bible. No, We should be experiencing him firsthand. And I think every single one of you are. And if you're saying to yourself, well, I don't really have much experience. You are, you're just not seeing it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to figure out how to acknowledge and recognize that gift in us. And as we do that, something powerful is about to take place. 
This can't be a one-time event, knowing Jesus. Well, today I really read my Bible. Rest of the year, didn't, but today I did. You know, and we can't do that. We got to kind of be in this pursuit and understanding and knowing him. We need to acknowledge and recognize the gift of God that's in us. Check this out in Jeremiah 5 through 8. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans who rely on human strength. When you rely on human strength, this is what happened. And turn their hearts away from the Lord. When you rely on your own strength, it turns your heart away from trusting the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited, salty land. Wow, that sounds harsh. You know, that doesn't sound good. They're going to live barren of all that God has provided and given, and that's within them for the taking. Perfect example. I heard this story years ago. There was a homeless man in Chicago in 1920 who was found dead. He was very malnourished, and he wasn't taken care of because he had no place to live. Back in 1920, they found on his person a money belt full of $22,000, which equates to $300,000 in current day. Perfect example of somebody had everything they needed the whole time and never took the time to use it. And that, I mean, it sounds crazy, right? That sounds crazy, but that's what a lot of people are doing. They're walking around with this Christ-likeness on the inside of them, but all they're focusing on is their condemnation and their shame and how they should have done it or where they blew it or how they missed it. Man, looking at yourself never did anybody no good. People are like, well, wait a minute. You got to look at yourself so that you can check yourself. You're right, but when you look at Jesus constantly, he'll show you the things you need to look at. So you don't ever have to just second guess yourself or worry or fear that I missed it. I should have done this. I don't know. I'm so confused. You don't ever have to do that. We can live different. But blessed, I told you I'd get to the good part. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They're like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green, and they never stop producing it. The ultimate goal and prize of walking with Jesus is understanding what you have. That's the ultimate goal and prize. So what we want to do is we want to recognize and acknowledge that gift. And Philemon, or Philemon, whichever way you want to say it, Philemon 6 says this in the Amplified, and I love this. And I pray that the participation in and sharing of your faith may produce and promote full recognition and appreciation and understanding and precise knowledge of every good thing that is ours in our identification with Christ Jesus and unto his glory. When we identify with Jesus, we begin to acknowledge and recognize the good things in us. My participation in faith produces and promotes understanding and detailed knowledge of every good thing that's within me as I identify with Jesus. When we identify with the natural or the flesh, it causes us to see nothing but our own limitations. When we identify with Christ in you, we become very aware of the supernatural inside of us. I want to say this to you guys. 
you have the supernatural living on the inside of you. Think about that for a minute. There's nothing that you can't do. There's nothing that's impossible with God. Nothing you can't do. There's nothing you can't be. Well, that's not true. There's things you can't be. You got to be what God's called you to be. So there's nothing that you can't be that God's called you to be. How's that? Some people are trying to be when they should just stop trying to be. It's kind of like I was watching some of the games over the weekend and there were some older quarterbacks who will not be named. They really, really need to go and just rest and retire. You know, I mean, that's just kind of how it looked. They just look very old. So uh, we want to get to the point when we're identifying with Christ and understand the supernaturals inside of us that we get that there's something special about us. That is not haughty to think, man, there's something special about me because Jesus lives in me. Nothing wrong with that. And the last thing I want to share with you is declaring and confessing is a magnificent way to feed your faith and to connect with the promises of God. Jesus answered and said to them, Mark eleven twenty two through 24, no, Kenneth Hagin did not write this. This was the scripture that he based his entire ministry on, that set him free, that healed him from an incurable heart disease at 17 years old. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Jesus speaks out the loving key to life. Don't hear it as a demand and a command, have faith in God. He's saying, no, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Three times he talked in the connection to faith, saying three times, when we say what God says, when we say what his word says, something on the inside happens to us to activate this supernatural on the inside of us. The simple key is, is to connect in faith. Well how, well, how do I just have faith in God? Say, say, say. Say, say, say. Say, say, say. Say, say, say. I mean, you really got to say, say, say. Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians uh, well, I, I forgot verse 24. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Look, look at this. Here, God's declaring over us. He said, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. That is a, a principle of God that is reverberating throughout the universe right now. Has been since it was spoken. He's declaring over us that when you say and pray and believe, you will have it. 2 Corinthians 4.13, our last scripture. Since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. When we believe it's not enough, we must say, declare what we believe. So it's not enough to just believe. We need to say what we believe. And as we do, we activate the supernatural on the inside of us. This is a way for us to connect with God's power, his supernatural on the inside of us, by declaring and saying. There's so many things in God's word 
that we can grab hold of and say, that's mine. You know, Jennifer and I have made a, made a habit of when we see the favor of God on our lives, we say it out loud. That was the favor of God on my life. Why? So we can be just weirdo, blab it and grab it, say it and spray it people? No, that's not why. So that we can activate that supernatural on the inside of us. So I really want to encourage you, when you're spending time with Jesus, and this is something I've begun recently because it's been really necessary. I'm doing a unload every night at 6 p.m. because uh, our prayer calls at 6:45. By the way, our prayer calls at 7 a.m. and 6:45. I hope you can join us Monday through Friday. Um, uh, our, our prayer calls then, but oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. What did I say? Prayer call. Prayer call. Upload. Download. Okay, so what I do every night is an unload. Father, all the challenges and all the hurts of these wonderful people that, I'm, that you've given responsibility for, I just lay them at your feet. This situation I'm struggling with, with my personal life, I unload that and lay it at your feet. And I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm making this practice of unloading everything because I don't want all of that stuff to be churning on the inside of me and uh, eventually, you know, take me out. My friend Kent Booth, Kent Laura Lee Booth, um, last week, about uh, just over a week ago, had a life-altering event. Uh, you guys know Kent. He's, he's a tall gentleman with red hair uh, that's come to minister at our church. Kent dropped dead. Uh, on a basketball court. Literally, the electrical in his heart stopped working at 59. He literally dropped dead, face-planted on the floor. And by the grace of God, they were able to run and find an AED machine because uh, CPR would not bring him back. The electrical current stopped. And they, they uh, shocked him and brought him back. And he said to me, he said, John, I'm going to tell you this right now you got to learn to do the best job that you can and tell all your church this to unload stress because it almost killed me. So I think it's really important for us to just learn to unload and we need to do it every day because I don't know about you, but stuff kind of just sticks to me as I'm going throughout my day and I kind of got to go, what's that? Oh, that's hair. No, that's not. You know, so I really, really want to encourage you to do that. Matter of fact, because Kent and Laura Lee are so special to the chapel, Kent can't work for the next couple months. So we're going to send him some support. Uh, he travels and ministers, and we're going to send him support, and the chapel's going to be a big part of uh, giving them a boost. So just know that your faithful giving is going to support uh, helping a faithful minister of God you know, and uh, a great friend of the chapel. And we're just so thrilled about that. So I want to pray for you. Can we do that tonight? And then we'll, and then we'll be dismissed. Those of you who have joined us live stream tonight, thank you so much. We love you so much. Don't forget, we'll be at our Brick City location next week. And from there out until we get into our new building. So we, we love you and we're going to pray for you right now and take some time to encourage you and to speak blessing. Father, thank you. Every single person in this room, right now every family that's represented right now and I thank you for pouring your power and your grace upon each of these families 
I thank you that your favor would uh, absolutely go before them and cause great things to happen for them because you're not mad at them, but you love us. Father, I just thank you for blessing to just overwhelm each and every household, each and every person. And we pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hey, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. We love you. Have a great night.